something else you said, and which is I 100% agree, is that like you, if your film is going to be good, the sound needs to be sure. perfect. I always say to all my students, you know, like you can get away with a crappy visual if you've got a good stereo track. Mm. You could have a brilliant visual, and if you haven't bothered with your sound, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Really, it's much more important. The eye is the seducer. Uh, of the senses, but it's not the primary one. The ears are what actually, this is how we judge things. Well, a combination of both, but, you know, the sound to me is much more important. Yeah, it sort of creates uh, an environment almost mm. in your in your mind. and Within, within which you can then place your characters, yeah. you know. And the invention of stereo was just an amazing thing. Mm. That really does give you... Um, a kind of like a wide bed to live in, you know. That's the first VR, if you like, you know. Yeah. It really is. The stereo is fantastic. And I don't think we ever really improved on that, you know. I mean, we have two ears. We really don't need more than two tracks. Yeah, I think now Dolby, is it still 5.1 or is something else Whatever. probably come up? I'm sure there has. <laughs> you know what, that's all bullshit. Yeah. You know, a good stereo track and a mono track in the middle is all you need for cinema. It's really all you need. The rest is a distraction. We're not hit. We're not in a cinema to test equipment. You know, you just want to give them the best bed to, to lie in to, to participate in in the story. Which brings me to the second part I, I thought might be interesting to discuss, which is sound, music, and recording. I want to talk about a band that I've played in for the last fifty years. It's basically called the People Band, and it's a collective of free jazz musicians or free music as a lot of them prefer because they don't necessarily are jazz musicians but in other words pure free improvisation Mm. it was founded um in the 60s mainly by a man called mill davis an amazing keyboard player pianist who i'm in the middle of making a documentary about him because i have an amazing series of recordings that i did in the 90s of him He, he passed away a few years ago and there's two tracks i want to play the band I'm now working a lot with and recording, we go back to recording, are called the GK4. Stands for the George Kahn Quartet. Yep. Um, and the members are myself, George Kahn, who plays saxophones and flute. Charlie Hart, who plays bass, both electric and stand, stand-up bass, but also he's a very, very good violinist. And Terry Day, who's a the most extraordinary percussionist I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And this first recording I'm going to play is recorded on my original, very primitive, automatic recording, Grundig tape recorder, Mono. And it's recorded in the Woodgreen Art Center. And it's just the four of us, the four, because nobody else turned up that day. The one thing I never found in cinema, which was consistency of collaboration. However, in music, I have... And it's been a kind of mainstay of my life. So, And I'm going to segue between the first recording and, and we'll just crossfade into the contemporary recording. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
first recording that you played me in the second recording what did you feel was sort of different and what do you feel was similar well I was very young yeah number one I can hear my aspiration I can hear my ambition to be a jazz musician very strongly in the first recording but at the same time it's wonderfully free and I'm, I'm pleased with my younger self and of course now I know a lot more so I have a lot more control over what I'm how I play but I still feel there is that spontaneity and that energy. I mean, the energy in the group is unbelievable. Uh, our combined age is, is horrifying, but um, it doesn't matter. If you love music, age has got nothing to do with it. All you do is get more knowledge. The secret is that you have to stay young in your approach. You can never sort of say, I know how it works now. You don't. And that's the joy of spontaneous, spontaneous music, is that you, you allow chance you allow things to happen at the same time we all know each other so well that the response time is almost zero to it you know and particularly the percussion terry day's ability to respond to every one of the other three instruments is, is unbelievable i mean correct me if I'm wrong, but because i have seen you live a bunch of times and i would recommend anyone everyone to see you live I remember sort of Terry almost keeping time at the end of a concert and like you all sort of ended at the same minute, but mm. it was like Terry who said it was time, you know, or that's the impression that I got. The important thing in, in spontaneous free music is that at a certain point, one of you maybe will take a dominant uh, rhythmic or, or pulse motif and you can either fight that or you can say, okay, you lead, you lead the pulse. In which case, that will in a quartet that will allow you then to bring it down and stop it, and often that's Terry's. He's a percussionist, but he will also pick up very, very, very quickly on electric guitar because that's a percussive instrument. And I, I found on electric guitar, I love duetting with Terry mm. because his response is incredible, and I feel that we're duetting and the others are duetting on top of that. So. The thing about getting to know each other so well is that the ego thing about who's the boss. And what are the plans for the GK4 quartet from now on? Do you think you'll tour, more albums? Or? Well, I think everybody wants to carry on recording, mm -hmm. this being the best way of communicating. And also, I think, I think we can accomplish more recording and then just, you know, sharing the music that way. Well, let's play out on, on 30 seconds of uh, one of the other tracks. We, they don't have titles yet. 
but I will work on one out. And again, Ali, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Mike. As ever. Thanks. Thanks.